is up, everybody? How are we freaking doing? Good day, bad news. Uh, New World has lost two-thirds of its player base. It's not good. Smokey McButts. Uh, what are you doing here? Aren't you sleeping? Go ahead, get your ass to bed, bro. <laughs> Guys, today, <clears throat> we're doing a solo podcast today. I just wanted to get some some stuff out there, bro. You couldn't sleep? Oh, God. I know. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's bad. Guys, it's not good out there. Okay. Um, so, today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about New World. And we're going to talk about the pluses, the minuses of New World, things that are going on. Shit's about to go down because the first thing I'm going to show you is not going to look good. But there are some pluses and minuses to be had. So I'm going to leave it up to the listeners today of the podcast to make the distinction. Do you guys think that New World is dying? Now, I want to preface this. I want to preface this. Every new MMO has that initial hype period, right? And that initial hype period usually leads to like an active player base that's like their core player base. Right now, can we take a poll in chat? If you guys are listening at home, uh, my name is Level Day F. I am one of the co-hosts of the Less Than Average podcast. Today, we are primarily talking about New World in a short podcast, trying to add a little bit extra goodies. I want to start doing extra podcasts every week, and this is one of them. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Today, we are detailing and breaking down New World. If you are interested, please, please come over to the channel, twitch.tv forward slash Level Day F, or follow us on Spotify um, or wherever else you want to listen to. We are on 14 different platforms. This podcast has gone everywhere. So just do it. Trust me on this one. Hi. So Smokey McButts in chat says the lack of PvP PvE content definitely plays a part in the loss of the player base. This is true. On deck to make the poll. Okay, good. I liked it at first. You liked it at first. Okay, so some of the people in chat right now are talking. It's it's basically it's it's a little give and take. People who like New World like New Hi. World a lot, but I think that there's a lot going on here. Game breaking bugs that keep people from being able to play with their friends, the bugs with the combat. Exactly. There's we're going to get into all of that. Actually, I have pulled up a list from the dev blog of all of this stuff. And so we're going to break all of that down Barney style and just really go through every single thing that's been plaguing it, um, plaguing this game. Um, and I do want to, I want to find before we go forward, I do want to find there is a uh, new world PVP only game. So I want to kind of lay out what new world is as well uh, for people to understand, because I think that people don't understand what uh what a lot of this stuff goes on so let's 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 do this okay let's start with new world let's start with what is new world well new world is a game created by amazon game studios it's a smaller company that they they basically brought in to create what originally was a pvp only focused game similar to guild wars 2 with open world combat or world versus world Versus world similar to that they have a three faction system the syndicate the marauders and the covenant those three factions go on to a private server those servers only can hold about 2,000 members and then those people within that server fight for power now the game about six months ago is way different than what the game is on release originally the game was supposed to be only pvp focused only that was the only focus of the game in general and then the developers have basically been scrambling to add PvE content towards the game. So they revamped crafting, they revamped, they added in what they call expeditions, which are new expeditions. They're working on a raid, apparently, which is kind of in the talks right now. Um, 
to give more PvE stuff, but they've really revamped crafting, and it kind of feels like they've added PvE towards the end of the game. They really didn't do a good job at, at, at telling people, hey, we're going to be a PvE game eventually. It's like they just kind of threw it in there at the very end. Like, yeah, fuck it. Here we go. Here's some expeditions. Good luck. Um, but primarily, this game was built from the ground up as PvP. Um, Smokey in chat says, well, even in Vanilla WoW, Molten Core wasn't dropped till about a month or two after release. Exactly. So I think the difference between, let's just, let's use that comparison. World of Warcraft had a roadmap that was built for PvP content and, and PvE content. Their goal was to always have a raid. The difference between World of Warcraft and New World is New World was always supposed to be just a PvP game and then now after beta testing and after dealing with it and talking to the community and talking to different creators they decided against that they decided to go more traditional route of pve and pvp content um so they didn't have bgs till after multicore dropped so there's that as well exactly so pvp was very open world at the time uh when world of warcraft first dropped in vanilla wow and then it wasn't until much later on where they dropped the the uh, battlegrounds and arenas. They didn't think World of Warcraft. Like you have to remember, they didn't think this game would be as uh, um, crazy as it was. And I think this is this is a check mark for AGS. I don't think Amazon Game Studios, with all of their money from Amazon, thought that this would be as big of a game as it was. So let me, with having said that, let's get a lay of the land of the player base. Okay, I think it's important for us to kind of talk player base a little bit here and let's let's really go and dive into the numbers so what we're going to do is we're going to jump over to here and what i've got on the screen here for a lot of those listeners at home i have pulled up the uh steamplayercount.com and this is the number 1063730 just go ahead and google new world player count and go to the stream the steam player count um so on release, the game had a peak of 909,000 people playing, almost a million players on New World. And now that number today, which is November 7th, is 300,000. So it has officially lost two-thirds of the player base. And we're going to jump into why. Because let's think about this. Um... And we're going to talk about like my experience with the game. We have some people in chat that are from my company. So we're going to talk a little bit to them a little bit and ask them questions as well throughout this podcast. Because we're going to talk about some of the big, blaringly obvious reasons. And Smokey, if you want to tell people um, our company, it's our company. What do you mean our company? That is our company. <laughs> it's goons, baby. We're the goons. We goon tonight. We goony tunes. Um Dude, do me a favor, by the way. Uh, pass this around. To the, I want to hear the company, dude. I want to have them come get on the conversation. Um, so having known this, going back to the player base here, knowing that the game has died by two-thirds, let's go ahead. I want to look up. I'm going to look up live in front of everybody here. We're going to look up. Let me go back to just this because it's going to get a little funky. We're going to look up the player count numbers of, of let's just take, let's take a standard. Let's do one like Final Fantasy 14. So let's do Final Fantasy 14 player counts. Okay, because I really want to bring this to perspective for everybody. So if we do all time, so here's the difference. Here's a big difference. Okay, let's do this. We're, I, I want to show the difference on this one. It's pretty important. So I brought up Final Fantasy Online. We're going back to the screen here. 
And let's break this a little smaller. So all-time peak of Final Fantasy Online on Steam, this is important, has actually been rising since inception. It actually dropped on Steam back in 2014. Only had 3,000 people from Steam. Now again, this game comes is not Steam. This game came from its own thing. They had their own launcher, so the player count in total is different. But I want to see that the difference is, is that they always have peaks and valleys. So this is this peak right here, May 2017, was when one of the uh, um, expansions dropped. May of 2019, another expansion dropped. And now June of 2021, another expansion has dropped. Everybody's preparing for Shadowbringers, which is also coming out right now. There's also a console and a peak was low. Exactly. So one thing I want to do is Final Fantasy... Total player counts over time. Let me pull up over time. Miss Savage, don't be stealing shit. Alright, we're going to look up MMOpopulations.com, uh, okay? So the daily live chart, we don't want the daily. Let's do uh, total top players. Okay, let's put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective, guys. This is kind of a weird number. Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, is ranked number three on the total amount of players. So this game came after World of Warcraft. This game had uh, a Japanese release and an Asian release, and then finally had a console release on PS4 when they rebranded the game. Um, dude, and Miss Savage AF just stole coins from Super. You guys, this is you know she doesn't love you by the way. So let's go over the daily live population chart. So this is what's really interesting about this game. This game started with 2.25 million players when it first released. Um, or that's let's do the yearly chart. Let's do the five-year breakdown. All right, here we go. Here's the five-year. We just brought up a five-year breakdown. Historical population chart. So back in 2016, they had 200,000 players in 2016. Interesting, because if we look at the player counts, we're at 200,000 right now. So when Final Fantasy first came out, basically it had a giant push and then in the first month it kind of tanked. That's kind of where we're at right now, where it kind of happened like that. What's up, Pyrosano? What's up, dude? Um, so we had this like big push in the beginning and then now we're kind of seeing in the past couple days from the 21st. So if we go to all time, we're at all time. So from September 21st all the way to November 7th, the entire longevity of the game we saw that initial peak the hype is there and now we're getting to like the lower numbers right yeah the decline is pretty bad we've lost a third uh, two-thirds of all the player base is gone on steam two-thirds um but we're comparing this to final fantasy 14 so final fantasy 14 actually started low at 200 right where we're at in new world 200,000, right and then has since peaked to 2.8 almost 3 million over time this hype culture is troubling. Well, let's let's be honest here. Games will forever have hype content. Like gamers in general like hype and like building hype for a game. And you have to realize Amazon put a ton of marketing money into this game. Like a ton of marketing money. Like let's be honest here. They put in they probably put in how much money? Let's see if we can find that. How much money did Amazon market New World? Let's see. Let's see if we can pull something up. Maybe. Uh, it just pulls up market valuation. That's all it does. It doesn't uh, doesn't bring up anything else. Okay. We're not going to find that number. We're not going to find that number. Um, hype culture is nice when they release a finished game like back in the day. Well, hold on. 
Hold on. Final Fantasy XIV... Final Fantasy XIV actually came out in such a bad state that the developers completely destroyed the world. I mean, completely. Like, they literally had an event where they destroyed the world, destroyed the servers, and had to rebuild the game from the ground up. From the ground up. And then they re-released it as Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. It was insane. But you can tell, like, if we go back to this chart, let me show you. We go back to this chart, you can tell that their hard work and dedication to refixing it really made the game, like, it's it keeps going up. Right now, there's a giant decline in player base because people are just waiting for Shadowbringers, right? Um, also, other games have done the same thing. Like, if you look at um, Rainbow Seed 6, they sucked. They refixed it. They came back out. Uh, no Man's Sky, same thing. They sucked. They fixed it. And through updates, now they're getting better, right? Um, Smokey says, he says the biggest reason for player loss in new world has to do with the toxicity of the player base and the biggest companies with no offense streamers taking over most of the factions true uh the toxicity is comparable to league of legends if not worse i would say that plays a giant part the bugs play a part but after they're fixed you'll see a lot of players return toxicity in games will never go away though okay let's we're gonna get to companies and we're gonna get to factions and we're gonna get to wars later on right now i want to focus on just the player base in general um because of this, what we're going to do is we're going to now move over to the dev blog. So for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to read this out because it's going to be very small. I'm not sure if you guys can see this. Um, but for all my listeners out there that are on the podcast, thank you guys for listening. Number one. Number two, uh, make sure to hit that fucking follow button, please. And uh, because you guys can't see this, you're not here live. No worries. We're going to read it out for you guys. So, um, so the devs back on three days ago, so now it's been, uh, what was it, the 4th? So November 4th, came out with this giant dev blog talking about all the current issues and exploits they know about. Everything they know about. And then they kind of broke down how they're going to fix it. This is their first big dev post because right now, what a lot of listeners don't know. I'm going to be, let's be honest here. Okay, guys, let's be honest here. What a lot of people don't know is that this game um has naturally been on the decline for quite some time as we can tell through the numbers um but there has been so many exploits in bugs that amazon studios has not had a chance to fucking breathe really when it comes down and i'm not apologizing for amazon studios they shouldn't have released the game with this many bugs they should have way more player testing i am 100 in that boat i feel like the game was a gigantic buggy mess um, and it really fucked with the the amount of player base. So that I think the bugs have a giant proportion to do with what's going on, man. It's crazy. It's in, it's insane though. Um, I mean, let's be honest. New World is like a middle school MMO. It might be. It is kind of. It's not complex compared to some of the other. I don't know. There's. A, we're gonna talk about complexity of the gameplay in a bit. It's 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 very comparable to RuneScape or Albion. That's a very very good like comparison. Um. Let's just say this. New World is not a commercially commercial MMO. It doesn't have the tr the holy trinity. It doesn't have uh the expandability. It doesn't have all the content for everybody. It's very niche. It's a very niche game. The New World experience is primarily combat PVP focused. Everything else is secondary in my opinion. 
um it's it's definitely for more um people who want to get involved in politics of a server people who want to get involved with pvp and pvp a lot people who want to do to push content uh pushing content on this game is not like an mmo like a traditional world of warcraft or or final fantasy you don't run expeditions to get the best gear you don't run raids getting the best gear for that time to do, and then do pvp you actually do pvp more than anything and then everything else is secondary it's kind of like turned on its head and so it has a very specific niche market very very specific niche um i still love playing blade and soul i don't not at all uh i don't agree with you on that one blade and soul was a buggy mess too uh what's going to happen to the player base when ashes of creation drop that's a big thing to look for in the future of the game this is true too Yes, to each their own, Pyre. You're very true. You're very true. Um, very true, man. <laughs> MMOs are very specific to certain people. Like, I liked WoW, and I also liked Final Fantasy XIV. They both had their own things I enjoyed. New World, for me, I'm an MMO player. I like. I, I come from Lineage 2, where there was, like, no questing. You literally just killed things until you hit max level, and then you went to go kill more things that were bigger than you. And that was pretty much the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all it is. i'm weed trash so i dug guild wars i played a lot of guild wars too as well the rage just killed it for me oh final fantasy raids so Bruh. bro let's talk mechanics guys look at all these numbers up here appreciate y'all with those dailies dude god damn let me restart that session um yo so let's let's talk a little bit about some of the raid mechanics okay i would say new world has some of the easiest pve mechanics known like in the game like any game i've ever played I would say World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XIV blow it out of the water. Because the me mechanically, the game is not hard. Now, there's bosses that will hit hard, and there are enemies that will hit hard. But all they are is just like, there's nothing extra that they do. Like, when you hit 60, you don't run into enemies that are completely new. They're just the same enemies, they just hit harder. So literally, it comes down to a damage game. Whereas in Final Fantasy XIV or World of Warcraft bosses had specific moves um dungeons had specific moves raids had specific moves you had to know about and then as this they tiered that content so you could have a heroic mode with certain moves and then mythic mode in world of warcraft to make it harder same thing in final fantasy 14 you had normal hard and then savage mode and then all of those came with different mechanics. In this game, it's literally the same fucking mechanics, or like three abilities on rotation, and then only difference is you have to out-heal or mitigate the damage, and that's it. That's all you can do. Uh, usually most deaths from rage just come from being knocked off the platform. In Final Fantasy XIV specifically, yes, that's very true. But in World of Warcraft, it's usually uh, a mixture of damage, uh, damage mitigation, uh, ability timing, uh, player positioning, Firefox DPS checks, all that kind of stuff. Hello, motherfuckers. You're a flucker. You're a flucker. Firefox, I got. Uh, thank you for doing that to turn off my TTS. I forgot we're doing a podcast, so <laughs> everybody who's listening at home just learned about that. <laughs> wow, raise this data still more. Most mechanically challenging. They still hold the standard. I I would say I'd push back against that. I would say Final Fantasy fourteen has that standard like the coordination needed in a final fantasy because world of warcraft bosses have large areas to fight in 
Whereas Final Fantasy XIV is a very small, coordinated area. So you have to, like, really... And lots of mechanics. Like, each boss would have eight different mechanics. Whereas most bosses in World of Warcraft would have maybe four or five. Even a Mythic... Mythic would add, like, modifiers, really. I don't see the raids overall are harder and well i do think that the raids take more coordination i will take that um but we get we're getting off track here a bit let's let's get back to new world so new world is still pve wise is is still a placeholder in my opinion and this has led to the decline because it is a niche game it is not for everybody i think it's easy to get into I think that the game is mechanically easy to get into and understand and i think it's mechanically um fun once you master it like i still play it every day i love playing the game i enjoy the combat i like the 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 no hit registry the, the no tar tab targeting like i love that it's, it's some of my favorite it reminds me a lot of world um world versus world combat in guild wars 2. um so i feel like that that was really a nice aspect but the big thing we're having a problem with is there's there's a couple different problems number one the game had something called a gold duping bug that had plagued it for the very first month. Absolutely destroying the economy on most servers. Destroying it. They even had it so bad to, to a point they had to shut down gold transfers. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So let's actually, let's jump over to one of the big problems with New World and how the devs are responding. And then I'm going to give you some opinions on what I think about that. Because there's some things I'm not so sure about. Um... I'm not so sure about it. So we'll see. Um, let's let's just jump over there real quick. And uh, Smokey just said something really important. We're going to get back to uh, a lot of people are having their getting their companies to play on a hardcore level to actually make moves since the player base is more casual than anything. I would say the opposite, and we'll get back to why in a little bit. But let's let's talk about some of the big problems. So um, first and foremost, they address the fact that there's character transfers. So for those of you who are new to New World or want to know anything about it. Um, on release, the game was in such a buggy mess and that their servers were only holding a certain amount of people. They gave every single person who had a character a free server transfer in order to transfer their characters somewhere else uh, to mitigate their launch. Because their launch was terrible. Like some, I think Tritonis, one of the, the companies uh, that I was supposed to play on with all my friends was an absolute nightmare. It was like a like 18 hours to get on. Like you had to basically, before you went to work, sign on and then stay in the queue. And then by the time you got home, you may or may not still be able to play. <laughs> it was a mess. So the devs did something smart. They gave everybody a character transfer so that way when you did play, so you could get into the game and start playing as a character you played on a different server. So uh, right now, that's still bugged. And today is the 7th. I'm currently on a server right now, and I'm supposed to be transferring servers to my friend's servers, and I'm fucking stuck. So, you know, awesome. Bugs still there. Um, most overall, okay, most MMOs overall have had botched launches for game release expansions. Huge, Yeah, I agree. So that's true. Smokey just said that most, every single MMO ever, I mean, even World of Warcraft, even though we look back on it as nostalgia, Back when it released was a fucking buggy mess. Like, all big MMOs go through this, and I think New World does as well. I will say, though, Smokey, to that point, since we're talking about that, the biggest issue I find is it's not 
it's not that Amazon Game Studios is not responding to these bugs and actually working, I would say, very fast on these bugs. These are pretty game-breaking shit, and they're fixing it quickly. It's the fact that it's an already a niche game. And so because it's niche, all of these these bugs, these, chance, these transfers, all of these little things that keep happening really hurt in general. Like, World of Warcraft, when it was released... I think when it first came out, had, what, like, uh, 8 million people or something? So one bug might take out a million. They still had seven. Here, we, we didn't even hit a million, you know? That sucks you're stuck over there. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm still stuck over there. What are you going to do? <laughs> eh, I'm bugged. I got, speaking of bugs, I'm bugged. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> people all got sick of botched launches. It happens too often. It, it kills the hype. It does kill the hype. And we're going to come back to that. Um, so character transfers right now are still bugged, but they are available for people. Uh, full server status. Okay, so in, in an effort to ensure that folks actually play characters in the server and not competing in queue, uh, they're doing full server status to complete, uh, they're basically saying, like, some servers are completely dead. Other servers still have a queue to this day. And like Smokey said in chat, um, some servers still have a big queue because they are... Um, either run by streamers, um, like, for example, I think one of the big ones is Shroud. Like, Shroud is one of the biggest streamers right now for New World. And on his server, I think it's always a queue, right? I think on the server, there's, like, a couple different servers. Big people, like Glad. I know Glad. I think he's he's playing New World right now. He's got 2,500 people. Um, if they went to a server, it would be a nightmare, right? Um, now, I really want to spend some time here on the economy. This is a very underlooked problem with this game because of one reason the game does not have any vendors every single game mmo that's been out on the market has always had some kind of vendor meaning you can pick up a trash item go sell it to a vendor and still get some coin back the problem is this game doesn't have a single one so because of that they have to really watch the deflation and the inflation like they would a stock market. And so I want to bring up this first thing because I read through this already. So this chart, let me get a little bit closer here. This chart shows um, since September 21st, the amount of daily money going in and out. So when they peaked at night, and you can actually look at this, this chart here. Look, you can see... This is what they're talking about. So when they peaked on October 2nd, you can actually see here on October 2nd, in a day, they had 1.5 million coins on average moving every day. So they saw that the amount of money moving in and out has been working really well. Now, here's the problem. This chart and the player count looks almost the exact same. This is the money that's moving in and out. And what they found, which I feel like they still haven't really given us a good fix for and i'm going to talk about that why but basically as the player count decreases the amount of money going in and out of economy is slowly decreasing as well there's less players meaning there's less money moving meaning that there's less items on the the auction house to buy meaning there's going to be supposedly inflation but there is no inflation in fact with less people making things and less money changing hands and making it harder to get money in the game, it actually decreases the value of current items on the market. 
because there's less and less people with money. And so it's not that the item becomes rare. In fact, it's the opposite. It's that the coin becomes more valuable and people, it's harder to get, which causes people not to be able to buy things. So instead of increasing, like instead of having inflation, it's having deflation, which is crazy because this is the first video game I've ever played where there's been deflation over time. Literally, World of Warcraft, you might buy an item, like a, a health potion, and then three months later, that same health potion would be triple, quadruple the cost. M really. But in this game, it's the opposite. Actually, your best bet to make money was in the beginning of the game when there's more money coming in because people had more money coming in because there's more people. So there's more money in the economy. Now, there's less people playing, and it's still just as hard to get fucking coin. It's not like it's gotten easier. Bro, it's crazy. If they up the gold you got for salvaging uh, high-end gear, it'd be workable. Right. Or, and you just need to add a vendor. But we're going to talk about what the devs see. So, um, from a, they say, this is uh, Amazon Game Studios. We're going to just call them AGS from now on. From a data standpoint, the economy is performing within acceptable levels. What are those acceptable levels, AGS? How is this acceptable levels? What's up, DJ? What are the acceptable levels here, AGS? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Because all servers are creating more money than is being removed and by a good margin. I think their margins are too low. I don't know what they mean by this. The economy is tighter at the end game currently. When we look at surplus income generated by level, it is very high and the 1 to 35 level range, decent at 40 to 59, and gets narrow at 60. Which means that more players get to 60, this will start to put more pressure on the economy. Basically, it's them saying that just isn't their focus at the moment, and they can't be bothered to even look at that with all the other problems. I, I think you just hit the nail on the head, Smokey. It's like they're addressing it, but they're not addressing it. Because they're right, though. The data does show that. Like, for example, if you go to chart number two... Um, here we go. Let me just make this big. All right. So gold is gold out. Gold in is is blue. Now, these guys are not economists. They're video game developers. So let's let's keep that with a with a grain of salt. Look at the gold in. The gold in is the amount of money since the game came out that is generated on a day. And then this is the money out which is the gold out, which is on the bottom for you, for you, for everybody who's listening in, like for, to, for example, October 20th, um, there was seven, 787 million gold throughout the entire game that was in that day. And then out on the 20th was something close to maybe 500. So they're, they're, what they're saying is there's more gold created every day than there is going out of the economy. Does that count the gold dupe? It does not. And this is where we're really getting the kind of the tinfoil hat time, okay? I think that AGS's numbers and the data points that they're looking at is completely fucking wrong. I think they're basing this off of the fact that the gold duping was already happening since launch and that the money out the only reason it's not going out is because the player base had a ton of it in their pockets 
because of duping. Like a lot of people were fucking banned for duping. And if we look at the player count, you can see that, let's just say since October 24th, we went from 246,000 people, and now we're at 300,000. In a fucking week, we've lost 100,000 people. Oh, coincidentally, we started banning people who were duping gold on purpose or on accident that same time frame. It just seems a little suspicious. It just seems a little suspicious to me. It's very suspicious that the last time they took they took a roster is right before that event. The, their, their other thing was from the 20th. October 20th was the last time they really did anything. Okay. All right. Bet. Bet. You see only a few select players with excessive amounts of gold. Honestly, they should take their data from the player base that is, uh, and not the actual market at the point in time and see how much gold people are generally holding on average. I agree. I would say the I would say on average most people have three thousand gold, maybe. Some people are wailing. Some people have plenty of. I know we have people in our company that same thing. They have plenty of money, plenty of money. Um. All right, so the difference in gold in the economy goes out. Players are consistently generating a positive gold balance every day, but there's a downward trend. If this trend continues, we get closer to a negative in out, we will take action. Our goal isn't to drive this value to zero or to make it so no one can amass wealth. We want to ensure that overall gold balance per server stays in check so coins remain important. That's what they're saying here, right? The biggest gold makers are invasions, outposts, Russian invasions at the moment. Yeah. New World is definitely dwindling in my opinion. Silver, it we 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 just love the numbers. It's crazy. And that itself is a huge problem. It's a way to make gold, but it should be the main thing. Exactly. The the best way to make money should not be an end game PvP content. It should there should be enough there should be enough money. So what they're doing is okay, there's two big changes. They this is what they say will help the end game currency. And what's up, Mr. Forbet? How you doing, bro? And Silver, how you doing, Silver? Um, the first is fixing the as off staff bug. So they think that fixing the as off staff is going to fix it because basically they'll allow them to do corrupted breaches, uh, which generates in their eyes, good gold per hour. Um, I don't see that happening because perf like to be perfectly honest, why would I spend time doing corrupted breaches at 60? when there's 65 plus and there's not enough gear to counteract corruption right now. So I'd go to these corrupted breaches, clear a 65 plus corrupted breach, even with a group of 60s for gold. Again, I don't need the tuning orbs. I don't need the gear that drops from 65 plus. It's faster to do chest farms. So why? Like It's like they're not playing their own game. Like, no, I think they're doing this as a carrot on the stick to get people to actually play Corruptions, but it doesn't net you that much difference. Actually, you could make more gold just by getting items through chest farming and killing the enemies on the way there. You get, you get more gold per hour, so it's kind of stupid. Um, I think in, uh, I said Invasions twice. Oh, yeah, so you said Invasions. Yeah, Invasions make some decent money, too. Um... We turned Outpost Rush back on. Outpost Rush is a great source of income to help endgame players. We want to see the impact. So they, they did increase the amount of gold in Outpost Rush. But here's another problem. What if you're on a server that's dead? 
they're, they're not addressing so they're not really addressing like the big problems here all right yeah all corruptions are good for is azoth farming exactly it's not good for gold you guys are crazy this is what they're saying though there's a gold bug bonus big gold bonus 10 times for your first three faction missions each day so they did they did fix it where now the first three faction missions are supposed to give you extra gold okay so obviously they're trying to add end game activities to give you gold so what they've also done is uh the durability loss from pvp deaths is down 10 percent uh housing taxes went to seven days not five days uh attribute respect coin down by 60 percent, which is awesome because that's in a pvp game you want to have multiple builds that's a great change i love that change dude i love that change and they reduced the quantity of honey gained and cow's milk i don't it's a weird change but regardless okay Fees to buy or sell orders are defined with the settlements, transaction. Um, so basically, the biggest news from this is that all trading posts will be linked. This is great for the economy. This is how it should have been on release, bro. Silver says, from what I can tell, the issue is that it doesn't have a good grind. You can't make good money until the end game, making it that much harder for newcomers to want to come play. Uh, level 65 plus is the only monetary thing, except especially if it's a dead server. Especially if it's a dead server. That is the key word here. Even 65 plus corruptions give subpar gear. Exactly, subpar gear. And the fact that gear is randomized makes it hard for players to figure out best in slot items. Exactly. Um... You guys hit upon two big things. Number one, it's already hard enough to level in this game. Um, it's grindy. It's it takes forever. Um, it just does. It just sucks. Number two, um, what you're saying is that end game actually nets you more money. In fact, right now, what we just read off is that end game actually nets you less money. So actually, your best chance of making money is when you are lower level. But they're not countering one thing. What about the dead servers? There's servers with less than 100 people on it. Even though we look at the numbers, there's 250,000 people playing. How many servers are there? Server counts. Let's see the server count. What's the server count? Server counts of uh, New World. Hi. What's the server count? How many servers we got? How many servers we got here? What's the server count? What's the world's? How many are there? Let's just say Southeast Central. All right, 485. All right, there's 485 worlds. Let's do 250,000 divided by 485. So on average, there's 500 people per server. 500. Put that in perspective. 500 people per server across the world. It's not a lot of people, bro. That's insane. What's up, Lilo and Ace? We're talking about we're talking about the new world economy. We just got to the part where we're talking about uh trading post links, dude. My server died. Yeah, dude, man. Yeah, my server's dead. Dead servers all around, bro. Oh, hundred percent. Uh anything you read online is different from every single forum. It's wild. About stats, prior gear, everything. Yeah. They have an average 15 peak. Uh it's turning back into black. It's turning into black desert where it has a 15k peak. Potentially. So what the one thing they've done to combat the economy, since we're talking about economy here, is that they are going to strengthen the economies by making sure that trading posts will be linked, making sure that anybody who has um, like and like places that are not really like Morningdale, Ebonscale, Reekwater, 
uh, cutlass keys, all those places that are not really being used, they're going to link it now. And how they're going to be doing this is they're linking it. Items listed in sell orders that expire return to the settlement from which they are posted. So that means that your banks might be taken up. It's a big, big, big. This is something that people just kind of overlooked. And it's really important. Like, if you're, it doesn't go into your bag anymore. Like, if you, if, if an item expires, it just goes to that settlement. And if your banks are full, that item is just going to go where? To the ether? Like, just get deleted, bro? Server merging. Make less servers, but bigger areas. The companies all have room, but instead of 500 people, it's 1,000 or so per server. Okay, we're going to get to that in a bit. We're going to get to that in a bit. Um, so, there apparently the expeditions are apparently giving more stuff, too. So, why would they do this? Let's just say these three parts. Why would they link the trading post? Why would they make expeditions give more stuff? Why would they give repairs, repair kits, make, you know, doesn't cost money anymore? My, my thing, my reasoning, why they're doing this shit. The reason they're doing this is because what they're noticing are three things. People are not running endgame expeditions. Number one, nobody. Nobody cares. Why would you run an expedition that takes you two hours to do when that same amount of time you can get 50 fucking chests and multiple elite kills to increase your watermark score? Why? Nobody. Nobody cares. Yeah, you do elite grinds. Why would anybody care, bro? Um, number two, all the trading posts, What's basically what they're seeing is on these smaller servers, on all of the servers, basically two or three places make all the money for the server. And so by linking the trading posts, what they're hoping is that the taxes that will be generated where you go to one place and you can buy whatever item you want will help sales so that people have more coin. What they're fighting against is still deflation. I'm not backing down on what I said. They're still fighting deflation. People have less coins in their pockets and there's less coins being generated at level 60 comparatively speaking. There's more coins going out than coming in. So this is all to fight that deflation. But here's the problem. Here's my premonition. It's too little too late. I think we're going to go through a large period of deflation. And I think that just like the U.S. economy, I think Daddy Bezos is going to have to give everybody a loan <laughs> to restart the economy. That's my fucking premonition. <laughs> Seriously, it sounds stupid, but especially on dead servers. Because if we look, it's so stupid, but it's what they're going to have to fucking do. If we look at this, the amount of gold as of October 20th, the amount of gold, the daily ins, the in-out balance of amount of gold has flatlined. And it's very similar to the amount of players. It's it's direct correlation to that. They're still digging a hole. Deflation has already set in. This is the Great Depression of New World. This is exactly what it is. It's literally the Great Depression of New World right now. It's a major problem I've been avoiding bringing up to our guys. So don't um, people don't get low morale. What? What? It's not. It's not low morale. Yeah. It's another issue. Is once you hit max and get geared, the goal just becomes cyclical. It does. I don't think. Here's the thing. This game has always been PvP focused, so because of that, I don't think gold is really that important. This is the first MMO I've played where gold doesn't matter that much. Kind of wild. It's actually, I mean, it's not a morale booster. It's like, it's really not that important. I've been playing this game forever since it came out. 
and I'm broke as shit, but I have no reason to go buy the gold. Like, I don't need gold. I don't sell things. I don't even need the trading post. Like, what's the point? What do I buy on the trading post that I can't get from an elite farm? What can I get from faction tokens? Like, they did a good job. Like, for example, you can go get items that you need. The only reason and the only time you need gold is really to pay taxes if you own territory or to do wars. That's it. I meant Joe with the overall mechanics of the game. Uh, the way it's set up, there's a limited thing to do is already actually engaging. What's up, Alexander? How's it going, bro? They need to post specific items. Uh, they might. They might need to. So let's go back to this. So the, the economy, in my opinion, is fucked. Uh, the Great Depression has set in deflations at an all-time high. And the player base is too low for them Hi. to supplement, right? Uh, I bet you have the kidney of a zebra, bro. What are you doing here on Twitch? It should be a medical hospital, isn't it? What? That doesn't make any sense. You bet you have the kidney of a zebra? I don't even understand that. Like, it's a weird comment. That's definitely going to get edited out. <laughs> it might be our Alex. That's probably the first time somebody said that. If it might, it does make sense. It does make sense. You don't have kidney stones, bro. You have zebra turds. Oh, see, I have zebra turds. Okay, that's probably what it is. <laughs> the fuck are you on? <laughs> okay, now we're gonna move into ex economy, exploits, and coin farming. All right, you guys ready for this? I think that's our Alex. It's probably our Alex. It makes sense. It makes sense. What's up, Alex? All right, so coin and item dupes. The problem is they had, so here's how bad it got. For anybody who's just listening for the very first time or has never heard of New World or doesn't know what happened, basically what ended up happening is the devs finally addressed that there was a coin duping, an item duping problem, aka people can get infinite amount of coin, infinite amount of items just by duping it. And because of this, they literally turned off the trading post and all trading of coin in general, which was good. That stemmed the bleeding. But their fix, um, yeah, smoking when we, we accidentally ended up with that much money and then it went away like that. Um, so basically what they said is that we introduced a new issue that enabled dupl uh, duplication. Uh, so they banned or suspended any reported accounts. Um, trading a currency for 72 hours old. They redistributed coin value and uh, they basically restricted any new characters. Uh, from doing anything to the trading post and, and unless they got to their first settlement. So it, it's kind of wild. So here's the problem, though. If you stack the fact that people couldn't... So here's here's what happened. It's hard to level this game. Servers started dying. The player base went down. You couldn't trade anything. You couldn't buy anything. Wars were a buggy mess. There was a there was an exploit going on with hammers. There was an ex there was a server problem with army like with fighting with ice gauntlets. Like there was so many things all at the same time. And so bro, so many people just bounced. There's a current war bug where people can't get in. Oh, there's a new war bug. Oh, that's good. Where people can't even get the fuck in. Sweet. What, what the fuck? Look, can you say that I'm, exp I, do, do you think that I am surprised there's only 250,000 people playing? No, not with all these bugs, not with the war status, not with the bugs, not with any of that. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It just auto kicks them. Jesus. 
Um, so I'm going to go down to Warlag. So they brought up this one feature. They said that Warlag is a big problem. Apparently they fixed it. So basically, here, let's go, let's go back here. Let's go back here. So they said, uh, the elephant in the room is the exploits that have been plaguing this feature. In particular, there are now common practice of spamming Ice Gauntlet, Fire Staff, or Life Staff in order to create latency or problems for capturing controls. So they finally at least addressed it in a public forum, saying like, hey, we know this is a problem. Um, uh, once it started, it's impossible to join. That's awesome. Uh, so basically they're working out updates, war is a focal point, new world, and the feedback on design and gameplay support. So this here they are again saying that wars are basically like the the thing to do in, in New World. And they're not wrong. Like New World is a PvP oriented game. For any of those out there who think it's not, I'm sad to say that you can do much better crafting on Final Fantasy Fourteen. You can have way better endgame experiences on for PVE with World of Warcraft. I mean, all I mean, it just it is. It's just true. It's just true. Uh, they addressed Tiny Tim and his cult of cringe. They did. It would just take a really well put together game with a fresh and appealing concept. People overhype the game to be a WoW killer. It happens every time. Nothing will kill WoW not after 15 years. I don't think. I don't think a WoW killer is a. We've had this talk on the podcast before. Like it, WoW killer. It's not a good term because World of Warcraft in general, it, even on the past, let's just say before Legion. So uh, the past two expansions have actually been their worst yet. Nobody's going to kill WoW. If we're going to think true WoW killer, but, but World of Warcraft, like in MMOs in general are very subjective. I think the people who like New World like New World and like I like New World. I don't think it's a WoW killer. I think it's just it's just a, an MMO. It's just a, a specific MMO with specific things, right? Um, just like seeing kill that you can kill Disney. To be honest, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, look, at the end of the day, if you like New World, even for all of its bugs, you, even though you know it's buggy, like those aren't the main issues. The main issue, in my opinion, with New World. Is this is gonna get me in trouble? Um, I think that the inability to have mega servers really fucks New World right out the gate. This leaves you in two positions: either a, yeah, someone had to say it, bro. Not having a mega server allows for one big company in the game to push influence daily and basically create war fatigue and by creating war fatigue it uh, pushes the playability of the server down because people are so focused on war now again it's a pvp game i want to put this very clearly when i say this i'm not saying this like a, it's not me bitching about it it's just an in-game mechanic like good like for the company that wants to push war all the time it's a great mechanic it's good for them. They love doing it. But this literally creates dictatorships on top of servers. Um, and that's makes it unplayable. I don't think... I think that Smokey said earlier, toxicity in the game is bad. I think that toxicity in the game is bad when literally toxic companies decide that it's okay to take over the entire map. And by doing that, pushing everybody else off. And then create a pretty shitty environment that you're stuck with. 
this would be addressed and fixed if there was mega servers where let's just say like for example war uh, in new world they have something called a a um what's it called a world set they have like it's like a set of servers that are like five or six deep and that's the set of servers and those should be in my opinion linked in some way the forming of, uh, of sister companies plays a huge part okay i can see that the map not being nearly big enough is also a big issue. Okay, that's what I was going to bring up next. Now, you guys just heard me say, I think that having a mega server is imperative. And I think it's really important. I think it's going to bring one big problem that no one's really talked about yet. That big, that big issue is going to be the fact that even if you have that, it will only force larger mega corporations to be made. Basically, Amazon has done a great job at creating a capitalist video game. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but they've basically created like the perfect Orwellian capitalist video game. Like it's great. Like literally, let's 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 think about this, guys. Like let's think about this. Okay. The recent map that was very small with a lot of different companies trying to fight for it and created a faction fighting. Exactly. Um, everyone could band together to kill the dictatorship. Then it becomes a push and pull situation. That's actually not true. Because, Silver, you're missing, you're missing one key aspect. One key aspect. Could you get all of those people with all of these other smaller companies to fight against somebody? Let's put this in perspective. How many companies do you think it would take to take down Amazon? Working together in tandem, pooling all of their resources, all of their employees, all everything. How many do you think it would take to take down Amazon? Pulling a community together is easier said than done. Exactly. Every company wants to make money. And this is, uh, and this is, dude, this is the same thing. That I, the, what I'm saying is like a company in real life. This is what happens. Every company wants to make money. Every company wants to be profitable. Every company wants to have their own employees. Every company doesn't want to be run by whoever they like. They don't like board of directors, bro. Um, the, the Illumin Apple. So, bro. Uh, what ends up happening is that a lot of players move servers quit playing or join the tyrants to get into contact every content every company doesn't want to be twitch essentially exactly here's the problem is that in theory yes we all need to band together and we need to fight these mega companies the problem is this is a video game and most people want to just play the video game they don't want to get involved with fighting the power like that, they're just like, fuck that, I'm leaving. I'm like, why? I'll just go somewhere else that's nicer, has better taxes, and less toxicity. It's too enticing just to leave. Now, if you were stuck on a server, that's a different story. You'd have to. You'd have to work together. But then, like Smokey said, most people would just fucking leave, right? Um, I think I think of a few that I can single-handedly, but they are all in there together. One benefits the other. IRL, New World. Exactly. IRL, New World. Exactly. You get a lot of people that just don't care. A lot of so that's the other side of it. A lot of people at the end of the day, if we think about this, most MMOs are casual. 
There's not a lot of like, even World of Warcraft, I think only 30% of their player base to this day still has max level characters. It's not like a lot of people don't see that. Like a lot of people don't play end game. They play casually. Most MMOs are played casually. It just is what it is. And New World's no different. The problem is there's 250,000 players. How many of those players are big companies that would rather run over you and watch you leave than actually do anything about it? Um, uh, a lot of levels of my dudes from goons ended up leaving for the tyrants because they didn't see other option uh, for themselves and didn't feel like fighting against the current. Exactly. People just want to win, uh, but that's what they care about. Exactly. Or if you leave, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can join a new server. Um, Hi. That's true, too. Um, the, the thing is, when it comes to New World, how what they've built is a truly great capitalist market. Let's, let's say this way, all right? Everybody wants to be Amazon. Everybody wants to own Everfall or Windsward. They've created it that way. That makes the most money. People have decided on the server that's the best place to trade. So they do. So companies fight for it. Now, they don't... Amazon, uh, game services, like they, they don't give a shit. They don't care if it's a, it's a company of 50 or a company of 400. They don't give a shit. They just want to make sure it's taken. And they want to make sure that the fighting continues. And the in in theory, it works really well. Especially because you have, like uh, Smokey just said, you have faction changes. So, hey, you don't like that green's taking everything? Go purple. Go purple. Go go yellow. Just try it out. Take them, take them down. Take it, take it back from them, right? The problem is it creates, like, Hi. once somebody has momentum, bro, it becomes a, a nightmare to fight against. It becomes a nightmare to fight against. You have to deal with the toxicity. You have to deal with the PvP schedule. And if let's just say 80% are casual, they can't be there for every war, which leads to the fact that now only hardcore companies eventually are only going to be left. And um, should have been stuck with the faction you picked. And if you don't like it, make a new tune. The narcissism of the bigger companies is unreal. Exactly. Now, here's the, here's the same thing. I want to I bring this up. The same problem that's happening in New World is the same exact problem that has happened in another game I played with a specific problem. When I played Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 with Trials of Osiris, the same exact problem happens. When it first releases, Trials of Osiris... Oh man, you're not kidding. Bro, exact, this same shit happened in Trials of Osiris. Let me explain this to you guys. If you guys don't know, Trials of Osiris is only available on the weekends. And you had to get flawless runs in order to go on and get like the best loot for Trials of Osiris. It was a PvP only event and there was no matchmaking. It's very similar to what's happening here in New World. It's very PvP focused. There's no matchmaking. You basically have to make your own groups, aka companies, and you have to fight every fucking day. The problem with this was in Trials of Osiris, it became... Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 still had an active, casual player base. So going into endgame PvP, they would mostly get stomped on. And so that stopped the casual player base from signing up until all that was left were highly competitive people in Trials of Osiris. The issue with that is that it became harder and harder to actually end up getting the content that you wanted, getting the items you wanted. So instead of getting better, 
you literally just stopped fucking playing. And that's exactly what's happening here. Is that most people... Most people would rather just stop playing than actually fight against the Tide. It's the same thing that happened. It took a couple months. It took a couple months for Trials of Osiris. But it came down to literally... It went from... Let me look up trials. Let me look up trials reports. Hold Hi. on. I can look up trial report right now, bro. My guy. What's up, Nez? How's it going? How we doing, Nez? How we doing, Nez? How we doing, Nez? All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, it doesn't show the numbers all weeks. So let's do uh, leaderboards. Uh, okay. Here we go. Let's look at this. Let me let me look at this up. All right. We're looking at trials reports. So for all of the weeks, week 78 had 31% less because this is currently happening. This is currently happening on Destiny 2 right now. Every MMO has had this problem though, honestly. This is true. This is this Widow's Court from last week had a 40% drop in player base. 40% drop in a week. Look at these numbers. Look at these numbers. 31% drop in players. 45% kills change. 35% less flawless players. 46% less matches played. 41% less weapon kills. And 35% less flawless characters. This is a giant drop. Bro, and the reason this is happening, and people don't get this, like... It's not that people don't like to PvP in Destiny 2. It's not that it's not like it's not like these are people that just don't like playing PvP. It's the fact that there's other options, so they're just playing the other options. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Why would you sweat your ass off in competitive PvP playing against people that are much better than you more than likely and not getting flawless when you can just do something else? The same is true in New World, bro. That's the problem. Luckily for me, I like this kind of gameplay. I'll play it all day. I know a lot of people in my company and a lot of people I've talked to that are left are competitive and they will be this way. But where does that lead us for people who are more casual? Uh, well, WoW made it so you could raid as solo and then push content and that saved me with... Yeah, saved him with PvE. Exactly. So where does this lead us? Why, why am I talking so much about this? Why, why do I even bring this up about New World? Um, as much as I hate to say it, New World is gonna going to continue this downtrend spiral until abundant abundance of fascist narcissist companies are left. Yes, I feel like the people who grind deserve to have something more. If not, it's where the point of the game exactly. What's the point of the game at that point? I gave up playing Destiny 2 back in 2019. To be honest, I felt like it wasn't my type of gameplay. It's different, right? Uh, sadly, you don't see the grinding rewards and MMOs like you used to. Exactly. When you think about it, the hardcore people are the ones that stay. Exactly. Well, this is true for any... You guys all make great points. Hardcore people stay in New World because there's always hardcore people that will play any MMO. I mean, go to like Guild Wars 1. There's still hardcore people that just play Guild Wars 1. Why? I don't know. They do. They fucking do. It's weird. Right? Um... So here's the problem. Just like Destiny 2 Trials of Osiris, after a couple months, we're we're gonna be left with the highly competitive people, the most toxic people, and it's gonna create environments that most casual players don't want to be a part of. And that's a big issue. 
because it's not like every server you go to is toxic, but you have a higher chance in like a month. Let's just say, let's fast forward a month from now. Let's say December, right? People are getting computers, Christmas presents. People are coming in to play New World. Maybe there's even an expansion they update or they, they talk about a new release. That'll bring people back. The people that played on release are going to see a vastly different game when they come back and probably a game they don't like because they either have to be in a highly competitive guild or company that wants to push content or they're literally just going to have to do dungeons, which are basically we've already said are like non-existent or they're going to have to craft. And that does not lead a lot of people to want to play the game. And that's the biggest reason i wanted to talk about this podcast today is because unless new world and the developers of new world ags make it where they can fix that aspect of the game it was going to continue to downstrial now guys i want to i want to say something here about new world i have some fixes but you guys are not going to like them you're not going to like them the big problem you see in New World is a PvP mission grind. Uh, we'll we'll come back to that. Potentially that they don't cater to the hardcore players anymore because there's a lot, not enough of them. Um, a lot of casual players don't want to grind PvP missions for hours. Exactly. Okay, let's let me. I'm gonna address a few problems. So we've laid out the main issues of the game. Uh, so don't games just die over time? They do, but not this fast. It's it's lost two thirds of its player base in a month and a half. That's very fast. <laughs> that is extremely fast. <laughs> Most go the opposite. New World just said, nah, fuck it. <laughs> Two thirds gone. It's pretty bad. Let me do, look at look at the numbers here. And I don't want people to get like, I think I want to say two things. I think AGS are doing a great job finding bugs and fixing bugs quickly. They're probably fixing bugs faster than most MMOs out there on the market. In fact, I know they are. They are really finding problems and fixing them quickly. And these are not easy fixes. These are these are systemic problems that they are fixing fast. Um, which I have to give them kudos for. I really, really have to give them kudos for it. Because that's, that's hard to fucking do. Um, number two. I think that they do have a good grasp on the current exploited bugs i think they're currently shooting themselves in the foot by not giving us a larger roadmap on how they're going to fix the other systemic problems which is the player problems because they're not doing anything to do that like we haven't heard there's no new expedition coming out there's no pve events that they could be doing they're not doing any of those there's no there's no reason to do anything there's like no tournaments there's no nothing there's nothing there's nothing coming out but we know of and that's good that doesn't they're not addressing the fact they've lost two-thirds of the player count <laughs> and that to me really uh, it's really off-putting let's just put it that way um but every time they fix a bug a new one pops up you're not wrong about that i think the game will make a comeback but i feel it's gonna be way too late i feel like there's gonna be a, a just a hardcore player base that's left I'm a casual player who never PvP'd and have a ton more fun just playing, but I bet I'm in the minority. Actually, Mr. Forbet, you're in the majority. Most people who play MMOs are casual people who just want to have fun and hang out. Um, what we're talking Bruh. about is the larger 
point of the game like the big 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 crazy shit that's going on on, on throughout every game not just our server not just everybody else's servers just like the entire game in general um good thing we have a community that's uh that'll just move with us exactly exactly we, we you know here's here's my fixes and i don't think people are going to agree with me some people not might not agree with me but these are my opinions on how what could amazon do to fix because i've been bashing them on all these issues they've been doing but here's here's what i think people could fix this okay number one i think every every server should have a every faction on every server should have a home base that is impossible to put into war. Number one. That way, they can never be kicked off of a server ever. And I think that that, that home base should not be owned by a company. That home base should just be revenue that is split amongst all of the companies. Anybody has over 10 members, that would be fair. Um, for sure, Silver, I'll be doing a ton of this. Uh, at least add extra stipulations to make it harder for the Claire War and then make sure they win the war split, like you said. Um, I would not even put it into war. I would make sure that it's not even a target ever. I, I'm talking about a true, like, Amazon Game Studios steps in and they say, Windsward is always Marauders. Everfall is always Purple first light or whatever is all whatever they decide or maybe not even part of the map maybe like like they make three new spots like one in the north one in the southwest and one in the southeast and literally just the new map like starter zone that just creates money and then that is just evenly distributed and those are places that people can build from those can still have crafting maybe not the best crafting Maybe it only can cap out at like tier four or something. Like give them a reason, but they need a hub. Exactly. You need an org. You need a storm wind. You can still go PvP there. But you need something. There needs to be a reason that people something they could fall back on if they get their ass kicked. Right? You mean like Halo and Apex, where it's not kicked. Uh, not only if other people are uh, off their servers. Exactly. So like a hub. You you mean like Halo and Apex where it has kicked not only me but other people off their servers. I'm not talking about servers. I'm talking about on specific servers like Andlang. Like my the server I'm on. There should be a hub that can never be fought over. Period. It, it can't be declared on. It can't be changed. It can't be owned. It's just a place that your faction can go that generates income, and that income is split evenly among all of the factions. Now, this comes with problems. Let's just say a purple wants to split factions and they jump over. It would make it more enticing for people who own larger portions of the map, but this would do two things. Listen, listen, listen. This is, this is, here's, here's a crazy idea though. Let's say that purple starts taking over the map they can't attack your hub. Let's say they take over the entire map. Number one, you can't switch over to that faction. So you can't go over there and just get the money. Number two, purple would then want to go to green and they would still have income coming in. So this would entice more companies to go to other factions because they know there's guaranteed income 
coming in. You don't just move over and just lose all your shit. You still have money coming in for taxes that you can then use to declare wars. That's the other side of it too. Smaller companies cannot get involved into wars because they're not only A, not pushing influence, but B, and more importantly, a lot of people with sub 10 members don't have the fucking money to declare war. Because we just talked about how there's deflation and there's no fucking money to be had. So this, having a true hub that cannot be fucked with, cannot be owned by a company, and just automatically every fucking Friday gives money evenly across the faction will allow, like, this is a hub for the crafters, this is a hub for the people, this is a hub for taxes, this creates camaraderie, and if you guys, if, you're, if your faction gets your ass kicked, you can always come back, run town board missions, generate more income, and try again. The problem right now is that if one company pushes everybody else off the map, there's literally no reason to fight them. Other than ego. Why would you spend your tax money to try and fight the rolling tide? Why not take that tax money and go somewhere else? There's not enough incentive to fight them. So it's easier just to fucking leave. So by having a hub that is doesn't have to be defended, doesn't have to be attacked, and is not owned by anybody, just makes it easier. There's enough ego to fuel this game forever. You're not wrong about that. I mean, am I crazy for saying this? Let me hear back from what you're saying. When are you changing to my server? I'm trying. I'm bugged. I can't change right now. Uh, but there, but if there's a hub, you know that they're going to be people fighting over. It. That's what I'm saying, Aragon. You can't fight for it. You can't push. This is this would be my fix. You can't push influence there. You can't declare war there. You can't. You can still PvP there. You can have fun. Like, just like uh, we'd, we would do in World of Warcraft, if it was an alliance, I would go attack Orgrimmar with like 40 people and just go have fun. You can still do open world PvP. Uh, we've had long ass talks about this. I know we've had talks, but this is the first time that I'm saying this in a podcast setting, so everybody can kind of get it. All right. Here's number two. Here's number two. This is the hard part. This is the one that's going to be hard to implement. This is the one that people are not going to like me to say. I think there should be window timings for war. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's always going to be a competitive aspect to this game. There's always going to be PvP in this game. That will not change. I'm not saying you can't go PvP. What I'm saying is you should only be allowed to schedule a push on a new territory once a week all right hear me out i know i'm gonna get some shit for this hear me out hear me out hear me out Whew. hear me out okay look if everybody on the server knows like for example trials of osiris are only available on the weekends if pushing territories are only available on the weekends, this creates more open-world PvP, gives companies more time per week to schedule what they're going to take, and makes them work with other companies. It helps push the influence all at once and increases more casual players to get involved in PvP because they can play on the weekends. I'm just saying... It also slows down the the worst part, the worst aspect of this game, which is there is such a thing as PvP fatigue. 
and the company that know life's more than the other should not just be able to win because they know life. It should be more equitable. And if it's more equitable, more people can get involved. And this allows a larger portion of the player base, aka casuals, to know like, oh, it's the weekend. I can PvP. I've just crafted all this cool shit. Let's go push territories and let's fight our wars on the weekends. Like, let's just say from Thursday to Sunday is wartime. Every week. You know it's coming. You know, like, and then those people have a four-day stretch to upgrade their shit, prepare for the next war, because they know they're going to... It's like, it's like, just imagine it. Every weekend is the fucking purge. How much fun would that be? Every weekend's the purge. Every weekend is the purge. Like, and then... You hold it from Monday to Thursday. You hold you you hold your map. You get to get your taxes back up. You get your you get you have four days of PVE activities you have to do to try and get ready for the next weekend. I see I see I don't know if that would work. You have a lot of people that are off uh days during the week. People having weekends off and so common. Oh, I so I'm not saying it has to be weekends, right? Alright, let's let's backtrack. I'm saying Let's just, it's just a scheduled, it's just a scheduled weekend. Like, it's just across the board. It could be a weekend, it could be a weekday. Maybe if, if Amazon Studios were smart, what they would do is they would take the server and they would say, okay, the most amount of people play on these days. And these are the days that we're, we are selecting as the PvP times, right? And then you make that information available in public so that people can go and play on the times they want, right? Um... It's kind of a weird problem, but I think have it so each company has to set up their own window where they can attack and declare and they can only work within that window. I mean, that's kind of what they have right now where they have a window and you can you can you that's your defense time when somebody attacks you. I think a wartime shuffle every couple week uh, weeks, the days change. Yeah, like. Let's just think about it this way. It doesn't even have to be. Maybe the game stays the way it is right now. But what if, what if, for example, like Amazon Studios. Now I'm not saying this is player driven. I'm saying Amazon Studios themselves like make an event once a month or something. It's literally like the purge. Like everything goes up for grabs. Everything goes up for grabs. Oh, yeah. It just shakes up the board. Because we don't have that right now. We don't have that at all right now. Right now, it could you just get steamrolled by a company, and that's that. Good luck. You know, there's no way of fixing it. And so people are rather... We've already talked about people who would just rather leave instead of try and fight. So they'd, or stop playing the game. I'm trying to find a way to like get more casual people involved. And in order to get them more casually involved is to decrease the amount of wars that happen throughout the week. And shake the board up. Have some fucking fun. Like, shit, dude. I just want to say, I don't care what you believe or whatever you do. I do love you the same. Well, I appreciate that, Switch. I love you, too. Thank you so much. You make servers for, like, U.S. East and West, U.S. West. That eliminates that problem. Time zones don't have to be an issue. That's true. That boy, crazy. What's up, crazy? How's it going, bro? Also, EU players need to fuck off of EU servers. Sorry, not sorry. Need to be said. <laughs> no, I think people can play wherever they want. I don't agree with that. If an EU player wants to stay up six hours ahead of time, they can play, right? Whatever. Like, we can't control that. Nobody can control that. Um, I think it's more important to point out, though, that people 
in general. I, I those are my two fixes that I could, I've come up with. I'm biased because of one particular EU player. This is true. Let me all know that person. Um, so, what do you guys think of these changes? I think personally, let me just let me summarize everything because I gotta get going soon. All right, this is a, this is a short podcast. So I just wanted to kind of give you the lay of the land of New World and what's been going on and kind of what's been happening. Um, and if you guys are still listening at home, I appreciate you guys so much, man. Uh, make sure it's a great time to remind you in chat, by the way, to follow us on Spotify uh, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. We have podcasts everywhere, bro. Trust me. The Gruden shall rise again. Eat. Exactly it. Uh, check out that Check out that link if you could do me a favor and follow me on there or follow me anywhere. We're on literally 14, 14 different stuff now. Oh, Scott Spot. Don't you. Scott. Don't you do it, Scott Spot. Don't you do it, Scott Spot. It's over nine. He freaking did it. Scott Spot with the raid. Oh, loud. Scotty Spotty. What is up, bud? Oh, God. So many emotes in here. Get him out of here. Scott, man. What are you doing, you crazy person? Oh, my love. Fuck, I caught you at the end. Did I? You did catch me at the end. <laughs> it's okay. I'll stay on for a little bit longer. I'll stay on for a little bit longer. No worries. We're summarizing today New World. We're talking everything New World related today. Thank you for that, dude. Um, let me go ahead before I forget. Uh, if you guys are here for the first time, our baby's almost ready. Twitch baby. Woo, Twitch baby. Twitch baby is almost there, man. Oh my God. It's almost been eight, nine months now. Guys, do me a favor. If you guys are listening at home or if you're here right now, Please do me a favor. Go to the Scott spot. Go follow him. Go check him out. Go watch his streams. Throw him a sub. Well-deserved. Awesome streamer. Do it. Trust me. Do it. Um, and while you guys are here, let me just show you a little bit about who I am. Uh, enjoy. Welcome to the future. You have landed on the Leveled AF channel. If this is a channel that you really enjoy, you should definitely hit the follow button. If you'd like to see Level do a trick, stick around and enjoy the channel points. If you wish to leave a message after the tone, go ahead and type in the chat box now. Who is Level Day, if you might ask? Well, he likes to make memes. He's also a streamer. He has a podcast. And more importantly, he's a fucking idiot. What the fuck? So, hit the follow button. And make sure to return in the future. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed my my 80s video I made. Like, I gotta make a new one. It's been like a year. <laughs> it's time for a new one this year. Guys, thank you guys for everything. Guys, again, thank the Scott Spot for being here. Um, number one, and four, first and foremost, I definitely want to um, address the elephant in a room on New World. I will continuously be playing New World, and I will continuously be streaming New World. Um, right now, it's at... Who turned me into potato? Liger! I can't be serious as a potato. Ruinous. How was the pod? The pod is great, man. The Bad Pandas podcast where a couple homies just get together and drink and watch old bad movies. Just talk shit throughout the entire thing. I'm super down for that. We have someone different every week on. Oh, bro, I'm super down for that. That sounds fun as shit. Um... Podcast is good, dude. We, we really did a deep dive on kind of the current problems in New World, some of the fixes that Amazon Game Studios is trying to implement to fix Scott, and now I'm a banana. I don't know what this kind of smell. 
What the f- Like a baka. And now I'm a, 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 uh, a banana. For those who are listening at home are probably very confused because all they're hearing is random TikTok sounds. That's pretty much about it. So <laughs> people are so confused at home right now. <laughs> I can't edit it out either. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. For those of you who are listening at home, uh, I was just turned into a, a banana. What the and uh, there's random sound effects. So this is the first podcast I've had like random sound effects just going too. The Aaron Yeager reference has me dying, bro. You never heard that sound? That sounds awesome. Um, so dude, I, what I'm really looking forward to though, I'm really looking forward to if New World could pull its shit together. I think that New World could be a long. I think it could be a contender. I don't think I don't like the term WoW killer. I really don't like the term WoW killer because it's every MMO is so subjective. But I do think that if Amazon can put out more PVE content, can make casual, much more casual friendly, right? Like maybe, for example, maybe Wars, they have that autofill function, but they should have like an autofill voice channel or some shit. Like they should be doing some stuff that gets people. I don't know. I'm I'm spitballing here. Just some ideas on things they should do to make it more casual friendly. Uh, I want to remain optimistic, but based on the history of other released, it's not looking great. Yeah. I agree. I think it's safe to say that uh, New World is on a downward trend, and we've already seen this. I mean, it's not like we're we're not saying anything new here. I mean, you can just look at the Steam charts. It went from 900,000 to now it's 300,000, and that's right now. It's got 300,000 people playing on a Sunday, right? I don't like the anything killer term, but can exist if we... if we uh, And we can both... Like, both. Exactly. Like, I like Final Fantasy fourteen. And I like World of Warcraft. I enjoy both. I'm allowed to enjoy both. They're both good, in my opinion. Um, anytime an MMO player doesn't like a new MMO, they always go back to WoW, generally. Exactly. Exactly. So I think a lot of people might do that. You know? Bets, I wouldn't say the wars should make for more casuals. I'd hate that, but create more content that is for casuals. Uh, Biggie, I agree with you. And... There just needs to be more reason for casuals to stay around because if, for example, a server gets taken over by one giant company and that company decides to be toxic, like we've seen on a couple different servers now, why would a casual choose that server over somewhere else? Uh, What's really happening here is that Amazon Game Studio needs to find a way to stop the bleed through of newer players and people to maintain. Like People need to continue to play and they need newer people to keep coming in the life it feels like what they're tracking right now is the money but they what they need to be tracking is the amount of new players coming in versus people who have stopped playing for a week or more you know the pvp isn't going to change you can't really do anything about skill levels but the pv has a lot of room for growth it does it really does i'd hate that i grinded uh, my butt off to complete compete in wars and then it was shipped away because i just compensate the casuals i'm not saying it has to be 100% completely um like casual driven i'm just saying there's not really a lot for casual people to do in general and i feel like if this is a pvp driven game there should be at least like pvp events outside of outpost rush of some sort of any sort really that's that really needs to happen there's not enough what about a pvp night what about like you know 
What about bonuses on different game nights? Like every Thursday, logging is increased, or there's tournament brackets. Like a one versus one arena system would be fucking awesome. Imagine they had that. <laughs> like a pit fighting night. Amazon Game Studios could do these things. The problem is they're so focused on fixing bugs that they don't have time for any of that. What's up, Trigger? How's it going, dude? Uh, if you look at WoW during the peak of hardcore content, there's enough hardcore players. There's definitely enough oh. hardcore players for sure. There's not enough PvP opportunities for lower levels for sure. Exactly. Hi. It makes it super tough. Hi, please listen to Russian music. What? Bro, I don't know anything about Russian music. I feel like if you send me that, it might be funky. Um, Spooky says their best expansion didn't even have their peak player base. Exactly. I think that a lot of people, like there's still, there's plenty of people who are hardcore. I think I'm, it's safe to say that people who are playing now are like their hardcore base. Hi. Pretty much. Michael Sarah, this, is this you? This is me. You didn't know that? That's me. You know that, Donnie? You know that? That's me, man. 100%. Um, I think New World's in a, I think it's in a rough spot. I think the developers could develop some easy event. I think events would probably be the easiest thing. They need to do some more in-game events of some sort. Easter egg hunts, uh, PVP brackets, one versus one tournaments, uh, that's, that you can, uh, sign up for kind of like outpost rush, um, five versus five tournaments in an arena setting, like gladiator style shit. Um, you know, increases like random days of the week have random increases or something to do random stuff. Like, you know, one can be best fishing on Wednesdays or something. Just something. But they're not doing any of that. None of that. Make different modes that hardcore players can do. Yeah, add heroic expeditions. A great one. Pain has a point. There's not enough PvP for lower levels. Exactly. There's not enough PvP for lower levels at all. Because, for example, at Endgame, most people want to push um, PvP content on higher level areas. But they can't. Because lower levels want to get in, but they can't. I think people got bored of shooting games. Nah, I don't think people got bored of shooting games. I love shooting games still. A level 60 version of Star Zone. Yeah, that's a lack of battlegrounds. You don't really have level cap for PvP. Like, you have a category of level 21 or 30. I don't think necessarily battlegrounds. I think, like, maybe... How about this? Instead of battlegrounds, maybe... A five versus five tournament where all stat bonuses are turned off and they just make it standard. And then you just up to you to choose the weapon. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Uh, there's Amazon Game Studios has plenty of things they could do. I think they're just in crisis mode and that's causing problems, really. In my opinion, that's that seems to be where they're causing issues. Like they're, they're really just doing that. This zoned it differently for PvP leveled PvP players like Outpost Rush. I mean, exactly. They had something like just something they could do it would be awesome. Make it so any level can compete. Exactly, but different categories depending on level. Yeah, exactly. See, exactly. You're getting it. I think arenas would be cool if it was level capped, kind of like ranked shooters. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like make it just a fun, easy spot for everybody to play on. You know, I mean, it'd be sweet. I mean, there's there's opportunity here. It's just I don't know how fast they could turn around making new content, especially because it feels like any content they release right now comes out with a fuck ton of bugs. So because there's so many bugs, I don't know how, how happy people would be with the new content that does come out. Um, maybe that's what will happen with arenas. I think that'd be best if New World integrates arenas. I'll play forever. I think arenas would be awesome. 
Refuse, guys! No, it's another person coming to raid me. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You crazy people. I'm trying to leave. You guys keep raiding me. <laughs> you fuckers. I love you. Can I get some shout outs, please? Thank you for the shout outs, dude. Refuse, man. How was your stream, my guy? Kotaku again. What's up, dude? Appreciate the follow, my guy. Or girl. We don't discriminate around here. Yes, I, I said I was going to stay around because uh, Scott Spot raided me. I was like, I'm going to come hang out for a bit. We're talking New World right now, and we've got some really good talks happening. Um, and then I was like, oh, I got to get going soon. Let me just go ahead and uh, zoot scoot out of here as much as I possibly can. But since you just raided me, I'm going to have to stay on for a little bit more. Um, just for a little bit longer. Uh, we'll do ten, okay, 10 minutes or my, my wife will murder me. 10 minutes or my wife will murder me. Okay, that's all I got. 10 minutes or I will die, okay? Sorry for keeping you alive. Do not be sorry. Do not be sorry. How was your stream, Refuse? Bergen, what's up, man? What is the meaning of life? The life is to buy baby stuff with your wife Bruh. before she destroys you. So that's the thing. Guys, we hit our three go. Ah, we hit our three go, bro. But yeah, the stream went well. I'm going to take a short break and stream again. Nice, Refuse. All right. Take a little short break. Take it down, though. I can always see that. Um, Panda. Well, we have no timeline on the arenas release, do they? I don't even know if arenas are being made, Panda. Um, this is the moment a huge streamer raids them. Nobody, nobody raid me. No, don't tell anybody else to raid me. Do not. No, no, no. No huge streamer comes and raids me. My wife will fu fucking murder me. I will be left. She's a pregnant woman. She will leave and, and be angry with me. We're going to be, we're supposed to be hunting for baby stuff. That's why I started the stream early today because we are supposed to be doing baby stuff. And if you guys keep raiding me, she will literally disown me, okay? I do believe in the works. That's awesome. I'm going to go talk to Dr. Lupo. Please don't. Please don't. Press plus in the chat. You want to see his wife kill him? Please don't. Let's, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Pregnant wife. Let's not do that. Please. Please don't. Guys, if you're on stream, if you're listening at home on the podcast, please go follow. It's Refuse PC. It's R-E-F-U-Z-E underscore PC. Go do it. Trust me on this one. Guys, if you're at home or if you're here right now, go follow him. Do it. Don't stop. Kotaku Jen. Uh, uh. Um, you can just move in with us. So many people hitting plus. Please don't. Bring the PC and then badass headphones. <laughs> Bring the PC and the badass headphones. I could okay, I could do that. Gotta give people what they want, bro. I dude, no, Pokemon might have heard you level. Please, Pokemon has not heard of me. I don't want to hear about that. Pokemon has definitely not heard about me. Y'all are layering on liars. I'm glad we'll be having our stream baby before you have your bio baby. This is true. We will have a stream baby before the bio baby. I bet the wife would win. The wife would 100% win. My wife's tough. She'd whoop my ass. Hardcore. I think she hears us talking right now about how you just raided me. So, refuse. I will I will definitely be giving you some shouts later on, dude. I know you're taking a small break right now. Uh, what's that? Pay-per-view worthy? <laughs> it was pay-per-view worthy. <laughs> it's going to be a good fight, but she's probably going to win. Um... The Lilo and Ace and all of them, they know they know me, so Glad is in our server. Why is Glad in our server? I think you're about to get raided. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna get raided by Glad. I'm not getting raided by Glad. Get out of here, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Glad's not even in our server. I'm in Glad's chat right now. He's not coming to raid us. He's playing right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> 
Glad proceeds to raid him. He checks. No, he doesn't. There's no way. Uh, Miss a AF uh, wants to feed 100 duck-sized horses <laughs> with her bare pinky. Oh my god, y'all are ridiculous, man. But yeah, we're gonna take a break now, get food, I hope your wife treats you well. She will treat me well. We're gonna go look for baby stuff, and all the stores close by 6, and then we have dinner at plans at 6. So we're trying to like, that's why I want to do this podcast uh, as much as possible. Um, last thing I will leave you guys with before we, we wrap everything up. Um, number one, we should probably find somebody else to raid and pass this good fortune along to somebody else. Um, I hope you find what you need. I'm hoping so too, if you got time. Call me around 8 or 9 tonight. I will be with the missus, so I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> That's, it's it's date night tonight. I am not going to be working. No date night, bro. My wife will murder me. Yeah, I, I have to put a good little stop time. Um, so for the podcast, guys, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Uh, do me a favor. Come check out the podcast. We do it live every Sunday, Bye. usually 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on through. Lagom, what's up, man? Uh, it's date night for me, too. You got to do the date nights, man. You raided it. He did raid. That's right, Lagom. What's up, dude? How are you? Welcome to the channel. First time. First time. I think I've seen you here before, though. Not going to lie. I'm pretty sure I've seen you here before. I think so. I know I've probably missed some people in chat. Uh, I feel like I saw a couple other people who came over with Refuse. Bergen was here. I saw Bergen's here. Hey, Bergen. I don't know if you're still here, Bergen, but hey. I'm with the Raiders. Ah, welcome, welcome Raiders. We're actually about to go raid. Because I got raided twice right at the end of my stream, so I stayed on a little extra, so. I hope. I hope raids are good. I hope raids are good, dude. I want them to, I want the raids to be like the size of a, a fucking map. That'd be awesome. Like it's literally the whole map is a raid. That'd be so sick. Um <laughs> maybe. One of these days. Uh, possibly seeing me in other streams. I've seen you in other streams, Legum. I've seen you, bro. Len I'm just gonna call you Lens. What am I doing here? I'm gonna add you as a friend too. Why not? Bamsis, get added as a friend. Otherwise, people are just gonna be upset. I agree. They need to be as challenging as well. They definitely need to have some challenges. The Dude, I really want them to see where if they could build, if they could build out a way to have multiple builds, this game would get way better. Like, imagine you're farming, but you're farming for multiple builds, and you can just have it, like, tab it. Like, oh, I want to be a, I want to be a healer. Oh, it's going to cost me a thousand gold. Okay, click. Like, all my gear pops up, all my skills change, all my, everything changes. Yeah, that'd be, uh. Imagine fighting in a raid where the math hasn't been done. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know that. You just got to figure it out on your own. Kind of like Destiny. Destiny raids are fucking challenging. You got to figure out the math. Figure out all the math. All right, guys. I have got to go. I'm going to bounce. I will see you guys tomorrow, actually. I have a stream plan at 8 p.m. Um, make sure to check everything out. Like, I'm thinking for that. Follow, my guys. We're going to go before you bounce. I appreciate you, my guy. Ah, smooches to you, my dude. Uh, thanks for everybody who has been here today. Scott Spot, again, thank you for that raid. Uh, thank you for everything that you guys have done. So, if you guys, we have our two raiders of the day is uh, Refuse underscore PC and The underscore Scott underscore Spot. Please go follow both of them if you guys are listening. And for the Less Than Average podcast listeners out there, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys. We are almost at 200. We're almost at 2,000 streams and over 150 listeners now, which is wild. Appreciate all your listenership. Thank you so much for everything, guys. We're going to go raid for Kenji now. So if you guys are still here, still listening to the podcast, do me a favor. Go check out Mr. Perkinji, bro. It's awesome, bro. Fucking epic brother. Love you. I love you too, guys. Thank you guys all for being here so much. Smooches to all of you. 
And let's do one favor. Do me one favor before we run. Yeah. Click those buttons. Go over there. I want everybody to go in there and go make a bunch of noise for Bikinji. And let's fucking have some fun. I love you guys. You guys have an excellent night. And as always, stay leveled, bitches. Peace.